This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. This is your daily financial news. Yes, this is a show that you can count on seven days a week, 365 days a year. I do it on birthdays and Christmas and holidays and even vacation as we proved last week. Uh, as we go get started the daily financial news, I need to remind you or highlight you about a video I put out yesterday. Uh, oh, yesterday I got uh, a little hot and bothered uh, about a topic that I thought was being put around, so I, let me talk about it here. Uh, I went ahead and researched 2006 which most people will call the peak of the last market with 2021. In that video, I went through things like average home price, interest rates, uh, average appreciation, just all kinds of things, really trying to highlight that 2021 is not 2006. Of course, I did this because there is a popular channel out there that wants you to believe that 2021 is exactly like 2006, and that's just not the case. So I went ahead and created some facts. All of them can be searched in Google just like I did. Uh, so go ahead and watch that video. It's actually one of those videos you might want to get a piece of paper for uh, because I asked you to guess. Guess what this is. Guess what that is. And then by the end, you and I are doing payment calculations and you realize that, yes, a house that costs 40 grand more today actually costs you $300 less a month. So again, thank you for all the wonderful feedback on that video. To people who watched it and said, hey, not true, not my market. Well, not my market either. I was talking about the nation. And yes, you can't find a $287,000 home in the Bay Area. You can't find it in Boise, Idaho or Nashville. I wasn't talking about specific markets. I thought I was clear but let me just say it here. I was having a national discussion because someone is out there trying to scare you into believing that 2021 is exactly like 2006. And he's wrong. I believe we are going to have a slowdown, not a crash. I believe we even have a couple of bubble markets. And I constantly bring up Boise, Idaho is the one that just looks off to me. But in the end, Realize that my entire channel, One Rental at a Time, is about you doing the work in your market. If you want to ask me for this or that opinion about your market, I won't have it. Somebody asked me this morning, okay, Michael, I agree. Boise, Idaho is a bubble. How much can it crash? I don't know. If you want to ask me about Fresno, California, a market I've looked at for 20 years, let's talk. I will give you an opinion. Right. So again, I was trying to create a conversation around the national market and simply trying to highlight that 2006 and 2021 are not the same. There's nothing in nothing in the stats that you will listen to that makes 2021 look like 2006. In addition to that, um, 
you know, let's just get into the daily financial news. There's a couple of things going on that I think we need to highlight. First and foremost, uh, there are lots of uh, talk this morning about is the economy or the world slowing down. If you haven't looked already, the stock market is down. Last I checked, 800 points. Uh, that is the Dow. I think it's like 2%. Uh, I think the NASDAQ's down like one and a half. Something else to look at is the 10-year. Oh my goodness, the 10-year is under 1.2. So I think it is becoming very obvious that the rest of the world is scared. What happens when the rest of the world is scared? They flock to the dollar. They flock to U.S. Treasuries. That's what's happening now. If you don't, if you don't look at the headlines in the news, I don't blame you. But the rest of the world is really suffering uh, from this Delta variant, and it's causing significant pain, both in human pain, but also in economic pain. And we are going to pay for this as a world economy. Um, that's just what's happening today. And that's probably a big piece of why the market is reacting down because people are going, hey, I thought we were standing in the sun. Uh, I, thought, I thought we were off to the races. What is going on? And again, what we're seeing in the rest of the world is they are still battling. And not to say that we aren't, but you can clearly see it is battling much higher and much more severe elsewhere. And we do have a world economy. For example, just an example, Nike. Nike brands, one of the companies we follow because it shows what the consumer is doing. Nike is highlighting that they could potentially run out of sneakers made in Vietnam. Based on an article I read this morning, if you don't know, Nike makes about 49% of its sneakers in Vietnam that are shipped to the U.S., Vietnam is unfortunately suffering from a flare-up and having to shut down assembly lines. I got to tell you, if Nike doesn't have the shoes, they can't sell them. That's kind of how this works. So again, Nike is just meant to be an example of what can happen in a global economy when you take out supply chain and they have to shut it down. This just-in-time inventory, this just-in-time sales is a model that is streamlined and lowered costs, but unfortunately, just-in-time doesn't work when you take out one of the pieces of the supply chain. So we are likely to see significant disruption in different parts of the economy the next six months. Morgan Stanley out this morning, actually before the market, talking about a correction is coming. They flagged a stock market correction of 10 to 20 percent. Um, it's funny because Bill Ackman, if you don't know who Bill Ackman is, you need to look up uh, what he did. I think it was last March. So it would have been March of 2020. I remember it was like yesterday because I was out for like a uh, 13 mile run. And Bill Ackman, I think it was March, came out and basically said, I'm staying home. Got my dad here. He's sick. We're not going out. And uh, he was pontificating. I remember it vividly because he said Hilton could go to zero. I was like, oh, my God, what did he just say? Hilton could go to zero. And if you don't know kind of the end of that story, turns out Bill Ackman was talking his book. And uh, he was shorting stocks, specifically Hilton. And he successfully scared people. The stock market crashed a lot the next 
couple of days or weeks. And was all said and done, Bill Ackman made $2 billion. I don't think CNBC should let Bill Ackman on their airways again. He clearly used them to make a lot of money. Uh, now he's out talking about we will have a giant economic boom. I don't know why people listen to him when he's clearly manipulating. But he comes out and says giant economic boom coming. He's basically trying to fight the flood of economic slowdown. And lo and behold, Bill Ackman's book, he's long, so not short. He's long, Lowe's, Hilton, Chipotle, and restaurant brands. He basically needs an economy that is booming, so he's talking it up. Again, remember, this is the guy that last March, again, March of 2020, said hell is coming. And he shorted and he made $2 billion. I'm sorry. You sold your soul, Bill, for $2 billion. Congratulations, you win. But we're not listening to you anymore. In the end, what we are seeing today is the reopen trade. Airlines, cruise lines, things like that are really hurting, right? We have seen some great numbers from Delta and United and American the last 72 four or five business days. Uh, but, you know, there's talk about it slowing down once again. Uh, as we get forward, and as I talked about yesterday and the week ahead, we are talking about earnings this week, and we have a couple that have come out already. AutoNation. I highlighted this one yesterday because, again, they've been just crushing it going on. Uh, well, they did it again. They beat top and bottom line. Used car sales, folks, up 37%. This chip shortage in new cars is really giving a boost to used cars. At some point, it will reverse, uh, but I've, I've searched and seeked data on the chip shortage. It looks like it could run into next year. Think about that. What the, what the hell happened with chips? Nobody, nobody can explain that to me. What happened to chips? Uh, don't know if you saw this. I thought it was interesting because my wife wants to get that Cybertruck, the Tesla Cybertruck. She sent me an article yesterday about she wants to sign up for the $199 full self-driving option. What do you, Lots of you have Tesla cars. Do any of you have the full self-driving? That kind of freaks me out. Then again, obviously, if you know my history, I don't like flying because I'm not in control. Uh, but yeah, just curious. Anybody have that? What do you think? My wife's all over me about getting the... She actually put $100 deposit on the Cybertruck. So we'll see what happens. Uh, next up, read a survey from J.P. Morgan that is interesting. J.P. Morgan for the last 11 years has been interviewing uh, medium-sized businesses. These are businesses that do between 20 and $500 million annually in revenue, so top line. Uh, this survey was 1,375 companies. And a couple of things came out of the survey. First, Highest on record, highest on record, 88% of businesses said they are optimistic about the next six months. That's interesting. In addition to that, they highlighted two concerns that are two difficulties. Number one was hiring difficulties. 81% uh, of them highlighted hiring as an issue. And then number two, 67% uh, of them were watching inflation in cost of goods and shipping. Kind of what you would think, right? That's kind of what I would think. Uh, interesting article I just read about Toyota. Uh, if you Obviously, the Olympics, I think, start Friday. I think that's the opening ceremonies Friday. 
but it looks like Toyota pulled pulled out all ads uh, in Japan uh, that they were going to air during the Olympics. Apparently, the Olympics in Japan had become politicized, and Toyota wants no part of it. And again, they are a marquee sponsor, as you probably would expect, right? Tokyo, you would expect Toyota to be a sponsor. But they're like, nope, we're not going to air any commercials, even though being a uh, marquee sponsor gives us the rights. Not happening. Uh, and then lastly, home builders, uh, home builder sentiment. I talked about this yesterday in the look ahead. It came out this morning at 7 a.m. Pacific. Uh, it looks like home builder, home builder confidence actually slipped a point. Now, I think it was from 89 to 88, so still statistically at the top end. I don't look at the actual number. I look at the trend, and the trend was negative for the first time in months. The biggest slip was in buyer traffic. That's interesting, right? The home builders are talking about lumber and commodity costs. All of those things, I think, are working themselves out right now. But buyer traffic declined six, six points. That's interesting, right? Again, housing slowdown. That's what we are talking about. Um, so that's what I got for you today. We do have our expert, Greg Dickerson, here in about ooh, 17 minutes or so. If you haven't seen my video from last night about comparing 2006 to 2021, go check it out. I apologize. I got a little, little agitated. Uh, but remember, we are talking the national market. I am not talking your market. If you're in Nashville or Boise or the Bay Area, as some of the commenters have said, I wasn't talking about a specific market. I was comparing the U.S. market in 2006 with the U.S. market in 2021. If you're a real estate investor, do the work. Look in your market. Your market is local. Real estate is hyper-local. Even in my market of Fresno, California, there are sub-markets. I know this because I've been looking every day for 20 years. Do yourself a favor. Do the work. Get long-term financing. The 10-year is under 1.2. I would expect rates to be down. Don't forget that FHFA also removed their half a point um, cost for refi starting August 1st. Go get that cheap 30-year debt. All right, everybody, take care of yourself. Bye.